Hey team, Jared Goundry here. I'm six weeks away from being broke. If you think quitting all your jobs to make money solely from jokes and being creative is absolutely crazy, you'd be correct. Enjoy the episode. G'day team, welcome back to the podcast, Six Weeks from Broke with me, Jared Goundry as always. Um, pretty pumped. Things are looking good. Week three of the tour. We've just finished uh, location number eight, Newcastle. Did three shows there, so that's um, eighth location, 11 shows down of the 52-date tour, 100 shows. Giddy up. Uh, it's all happening. Feels good. Feels nice. Um, probably got a bit, a little bit more tired than I would have liked to while I was away. Oh, I want to start with saying one thing first. Fuck staying in backpackers. Fuck that right in the ass. That sucks. I do it all the time too. And every time I do it, some dickhead steals some of my shit. Now, maybe it's just me, like I'm not like backpacker savvy and stuff. Or maybe my mind, I think... I have a different view of backpacking, but maybe backpackers are just scumbags and they nick your stuff. First time someone stole my Kathmandu jacket. Second time I went back to Adelaide, someone stole a pair of Ray-Bans from me. Um, this time my headphones and yeah, look, I probably should have put them away, but I, like I hid them in my stuff. Someone went into my stuff and nicked it. The fucking dogs, man. So $350 pair of headphones down. Fuck backpackers. I'm starting to think maybe I should uh, fork out more for some accommodation while I'm in places and have be a bit more peace of mind. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the uh, the challenge I'm facing is I never know how many people come. On this whole tour, everyone's booking, like, the last 48 hours. Besides kind of, like, one show in Frankston where it just packed early. Like, Canberra was like no one and then everyone and I'm like that's hard to uh plan for financially so I'm obviously trying to shoot for low on the old spending money spectrum but uh I guess if I add in a $400 jacket a $250 pair of sunglasses and a $350 hair set of headphones maybe I could have just stayed in some better accommodation so hey that's what's going on Newcastle shows went well I uh, made a couple of mistakes. I had 40 people come to my Newcastle show. 40 people, that's fine. We made probably just enough money. But I'm starting to realize scheduling is a very important thing that I'm starting in some places I'm overlooking. Okay, so don't schedule your comedy show for when the local... NRL football team that everyone's fucking headless for is playing at the same time. That's a real hot tip. Um, also, like in my Newcastle show, I had the local army base where a whole bunch of uh, trainees are. They absolutely love me. They think I'm a god. And they all wanted to come to the show, but they had like a curfew on their base for all trainees for 6 o'clock on Sunday night, exactly when my show is. Now, that just wasn't around when I was in the military, so I didn't know it had come in. But so 20 of those trainees came into the Friday and Saturday show, the one where I was just hosting the comedy night. 
So happy for the people to come watch, but um, I'm not getting paid by the ticket on those nights. So 40 people came in regardless, which I'm happy about. But if I had to put those 20 on top of that, and then probably another 20 from the people that had other plans with the, you know, 30,000 people that were at the football game, I probably could have had a 80 to 90 seater, which then I would have crushed heaps of money and probably make the whole experience helpful. Because the main takeaway was the people that wanted to come and they're like fans of mine, they came anyway. And they were like, hey, we wanted to bring our friends, but they were busy doing this thing. So getting that secondary network of people in the door sometimes comes just down to scheduling. And uh, when I'm moving the big dates, as in like when I'm looking at a calendar on like a yearly basis and I'll go here, here, here and here, that's something that just escaped my mind a little bit. So I'm starting to learn to look at the date, then go into the smaller date and see what's happening in the in the area on then, not just because it's helpful because you're somewhere else the day before. So good lessons. But I came away with a lot of things, uh, made some good connections. I met a guy called Matty Morris who runs probably Australia's biggest veteran-based podcast, 20,000 downloads a week. And he got me on his podcast. When that comes out, that's going to do wonders for me, I reckon, because that's 20,000 really like-minded people in my target audience to get a hold of. Um, And the other thing is we had a big, big old week on the making video content. Um, In total, 1.4 million views of stuff that I'd made, which is great. That uh, picked up, you know, nearly 5,000 more followers, which is fantastic. It helps everything out. You know, it keeps allowing me to do this. Brings people into the fold, so then they're going to go back and watch the whole catalogue. You know, there's 250 videos waiting for them. And, uh, yeah, that's just that's just really cool. And uh, it's nice to see that growing. And I put a, a lot of work into that. And uh, we had a goal down here at Jared Gandry HQ to get 40,000 followers on the TikTok platform by the end of the year. And it looks like we're going to hit that goal in the next week which uh, is fantastic. So 50,000 could be on the radar by the end of the year. And uh, yeah, 100,000 maybe in two years' time. So I think if I'm pulling sort of 50 to 60 people in venues based off like 30-something thousand followers, that 100,000, then like I might be able to move into small theatres. I think that's where the growth is there. So keep working at it. Keep putting that little self-conscious kind of vibe away. And yeah, keep pumping on. So we've got the biggest week of the tour this week coming up. Fly out to Sydney tonight and then I'm just on the go for ages. But then uh, I think I'm in five different places this week. So it's going to be tough. I'm flying and driving to some of those. Just a really big ex- exhaustion. Going to try to look after myself, stay off the piss. And yeah. It gets a little bit uh, better after that because, I mean, I did foresee this down the line, but um, AFL finals start soon. So grand final weekend, for example, preliminary final weekend and semis, like I'm not doing as many shows because I didn't want to clash with that and try and compete against it. So my workload after this actually decreases a little bit. So looking forward to taking the foot off the, getting the tempo back. You know, whew, getting excited, losing my words just thinking about it. Um, I'm going to talk about something this episode. Uh, a lot of people have been messaging me about 
recently and they say, um, Jared, what AI are you using right now? So I'm just going to talk about the process I have with AI at the moment because artificial intelligence, that sounds kind of nerdy, AI um, is, I think, going to be the future. In the same way that we use Google now, I see either Google or another company coming out that probably combines AI with a search engine. So it has like live access to the internet and will just be blow the place apart. So right now what's happening in AI is everything is incredible, but it's still at its infancy. So I'm trying to make it a good effort to learn everything I need to do now. So then when the big one comes, that's going to change everything, the way we live our life. I'm in the hot seat to just take that and run. And everything that I'm doing on video channels and, you know, running a small business, you're going to have to take every advantage you can. So, which is great. If anything that can get rid of the admin and allow me to continue being creative, I'm all for. So I'm, I'm definitely into it. So I guess how do I learn about AI? Because obviously I've said in the podcast before, I was essentially kind of like computer illiterate going from the military to being a chef. I didn't have a lot of computer skills and then I got into comedy. I had to learn. So I've learned everything I know now off my own back. But one of the best tips I've got for you, if you want to learn anything is look, I'm privy to getting a bit distracted on a scroll. So scrolling through social media, scrolling through Instagram, just like a dead shit. We all do it. Um, So what I'll do if I want to learn about AI, I go into my Instagram and I search into the search bar AI tips that's going to come up with the biggest accounts that um, do posts about AI, the new things in AI, how to use AI, how to use AI for your business, how to use AI for you as a creative, all of these sort of weird pages. I go follow 10 of them. I do the same thing with graphic design. I do the same thing with like small business tips. So essentially what I'm doing is I'm filling my feed up with things that are going to educate me. So as I'm scrolling past and I see your fucking cup of coffee and your weird dog or like a cat attacking a kid, every now and then you'll get a post that's like, have you thought about using AI for this purpose? And then I'm just educating myself actually in my downtime and it just slowly seeps in. The second one is YouTube. I've learned everything in my career off the back of YouTube because YouTube rewards creators And there are creators out there where it's in their best interest to give you the best information because that's how they make their money based off their channel. And why go through the hard work of learning anything when you can just go straight to an expert that's done all the mistakes for you. So I did a 20 to 40 part graphic design course on YouTube for free. All you got to do is send that love back, give them a like, give them a subscribe. That's what they're in it for because that's how they make their living. So Send the social media love back. Send the YouTube love back. You want to learn about AI? Jump on a channel that specializes in AI. You'll get someone who's articulate and make up some easy graphics so you can see exactly what's going on. And they'll be like, hey, this is how I use AI to run my business more effectively. Go learn from the experts. Um, What I'm using currently in the AI space, I use ChatGPT a lot. Um, That's probably the most famous AI at the moment. It is a language AI, so it essentially writes for you. It's called Chat GPT, not Statement GPT. So you got to it will you ask it a question? Hey, uh, 
what's this thing about dogs? It will give you a question. You go, I like that, but can you reframe it a little bit like this? So you chat back and forth with it to get what you want to do in the end. Um, how am I using it practically? On this tour, I would have probably spent three to five hours. For example, if I want to get the task, I want a list of locations in New South Wales, Australia with a population over 10,000. If I was on Wikipedia doing that, writing it down, putting it into a spreadsheet, doing all these sort of stuff, I reckon that would have taken me three to five hours. ChatGPT, hey, ChatGPT, New South Wales, Australia, can you please give me a list of the all cities in, a, in New South Wales with a population over X? <clears throat> three seconds, it goes, sure. As of the census data of 2016, these places have a population over X. Cool. That's automatically I'm three to five hours richer just from that. Then I can go and take that and do my further searches from there. So that's why I think simple skills like that, when that gets integrated with like live sort of like search engineering and like live access to the internet and becomes the new Google, that's going to be powerful. Um, give me a list of places that's done comedy nights in the last two years. Boom. That's going to change the game. Um, another thing, I, I use it for my website. So SEO, uh, search engine optimization for all you playing at home. Um, that's like the language of how the internet works and how it puts things into searches. So I went to ChatGPT and I said, hi, I'm a comedian. I'm known for making TikTok content. I travel around Australia. I've been in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I've done the Adelaide Fringe, blah, 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 blah. Spa um, enter, new line. Can you write me a SEO to optimize my website using 300 characters? Because 300 characters, sorry, 300 words, is uh, generally what a SEO will be what needed to load it into your website. And it goes, sure, takes all the information about me gives me this like rock solid little statement. I copy and paste that into a Word document. Now, whenever I'm doing an event, I just highlight that, put it into the SEO. People are looking for me. They're searching Jared Goundry. They're searching Jared Goundry Comedian. They're searching Jared Goundry TikTok. All of a sudden, you get more chance of going to a place where you can actually buy a ticket. Um, third thing I use chat GPT for is just a straight up um, spell check, you know, I write a whole bunch of stuff and I just highlight it, put it into ChatGPT. Hey, can you, ChatGPT, can you uh, check this for spell checking? Um, and then make any changes. Boom, it does it. And then you go, great. You can Alternatively, you can go, hey, can you just check this for tone? I want it to be fun, simple, and like easy digestible for someone to read who's not a subject matter expert. It just goes bang, helps it out. All that sort of jazz is fucking gold. Gold mine stuff. And I think that's where like, entry-level sort of AI for anyone who's never used it can be really powerful because it's not going to take – it's, it's a couple of clicks and you can get good stuff. Um, secondly, I want to start writing blogs. I want to start writing blogs about my vanilla slices that I'm traveling around eating at the moment. Also, Newcastle doesn't have the best, which uh, which doesn't surprise me because I'm, I'm starting to see a correlation between the shit of the town, the better the vanilla slice. and uh, I mean, like Shepparton just – fucking took out the best in Australia and Shepparton's like pretty methy. So, uh, um, 
but you know, I can write a blog. Do I want it to write it for me? Fuck no, of course not. I'm a creative, right? But what I can do is I can say, hey, ChatGPT, can you write me a blog about bakeries that I'm visiting? I've gone to six in the last two weeks. Um, boom, boom, boom. Can you write it for me? Boom. It'll spit it out, format it. Then I copy and paste that into a Word doc. And then I just use the format and the structure that they have. And I just delete and I just write my own thing. So it's given me the format of how to write blogs, but it hasn't written it for me because I'm just using that framework and then changing it all for my own thing because that's what I want to do as a creative. Secondly, um, have a look at all your apps that you're using and just look at the pro version. Most pro versions now that you've got to pay for might have some sort of AI little feature in it and a lot of them are great. I'm not, I'm not not paying for apps pretty much anymore. There's a pro version. I'm, I'm paying it. I put it into my little business account, and I go, look, we. I spend fucking 160 bucks a month on apps, but I'm getting the best out of them, right? Because that's they, most app companies will will build you the app, and you can use the free version. But all the good stuff you really want is behind a little paywall, and so it should be. It's fucking amazing software. Um, for example, I'm using a captioning app, so making all my content and. I can sit down for 45 minutes and caption the whole thing by hand if I want to, if I don't want to pay for it. I've got an app called Captions, which is an AI captioning app. I put my video in, the AI assesses the video. It puts my captions straight on it. I change the style, you know, every now and then it gets your little names wrong, you know, calls me Garrett Goundry sometimes, which gives me a laugh every now and then. And then you just go through, make some adjustments. The whole thing takes six minutes. I've got my video captioned. Um, I think that cost me $7 a month. And it probably saves me 15 hours. So my time at 30 bucks, saving 15 hours in a business, that's 15 more hours I can spend doing other things. CapCut, which is like a phone and Mac based. It's on a desktop as well, sort of video editing. That's how I sort of edit a lot of my videos like that. On their pro version, they will have, they have like a feature that can pick up where you are on the screen and it tracks you. So it looks like you've got a handheld camera, but it's like, it's all just done on your fucking phone. It's incredible. And getting onto that like now and learning how to use these things is super effective because in five years' time, that's going to be unrecognizable. You've got to get on it. Um, and the last one I'm pretty much using, well, not the last one, but is something called Opus Clip, which is probably the best AI app I've ever seen. And this one's quite expensive. It's like 120 bucks a year, but I'm still using the free version because I've got, uh, I'm on like a trial for like a certain amount of days. So, but when that runs out, I'm definitely buying it. Opus Clip, O-P-U-S space Clip. Also not sponsored by them. You don't fucking need to. This thing is amazing. This program allows you to, if you're on YouTube, you can highlight the YouTube link in the top of your search bar. You can put this link into this program. Let's say it's a one hour and 20 minute podcast that I'm in. I put it into this program, Opus Clip. It says, cool, let me think about it. It takes about 30 minutes 
And in 30 minutes after that, it gives you like 20 short clips. It not only takes, it assesses the podcast, it figures out what the most interesting parts are in like one to one and a half minute clips for like short form social media. It will give you a score based on it. It'll tell you why it said, hey, we looked at this and um, you're talking about an interesting subject and it's quite humorous. We think this has a viral rating of 93%. So the AI is like, we think this is the best video from this hour 20 to go viral which is fucking insane and it um, clips it all up. It will skip between the people that are talking. So if there's two people talking on a podcast, it will edit between them. And I gave it a go this week and I put up three of them and uh, yeah, one of them got a hundred thousand views. What the hell? And that is like, it honestly did 20, it did 10 hours of work for me on that. And that is a game changer. So AI, it's necessary. Um, It's going to disrupt everything. I can see it now as a small business owner. It is just like, I'm almost going to pay for these apps because that's in a way that's me outsourcing. This is allowing me to do things that used to have to make me build a team around me. Is that terrible for the environment? For the environment, for the uh, economy? she's going to get real weird in it. She's going to get crazy, but productivity is going to go through the roof. And myself as a small business who can't afford to build teams around me and pay someone 60 grand a year to edit my clips. But if I just spend probably another 40 to 50 hours learning and becoming efficient, boom. Do you enjoy art, artists, or comedy in general? Consider supporting this show at www.patreon forward slash Jared Gandry. Or just Google Jared Gandry Patreon, it'll come up, right? For just two bucks, you can get bonus episodes and content. And together, we can work towards helping me get seven weeks from broke. Send us a message on my Instagram at Jared Gandry. See you there.